Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. Final hour of the program. Final hour of the week here on the last lap. And we are back to our usual schedule this week. We're going till 11 o'clock on Friday nights. First time since August that we've done that here on Fridays. We have two-minute drill coming up. Sports Libs. Also, Bobby Marks, ESPN NBA front office insider on the Anthony Davis situation here and the trade request. We'll hear from him in about 10 minutes. But got to get to some bad news first. We'll also hear from Morton Anderson, by the way. But uh, Jordy Robertson, the father of Saint superfan Jarius Robertson, J.J. Robertson, ugly stuff here as new details are emerging that allege – that Jordy Robertson improperly used money earmarked for his son and their nonprofit organization. Federal courts have alleged that Jordy Robertson uh, misused approximately $49,297.91, so just under $50,000 of donations that went to a GoFundMe account. The allegations say that Robertson used that nearly $50,000 to go gamble at local casinos, buy food from grocery stores, gas stations, other retail establishments. And these documents that were filed in federal court state that it doesn't appear to be any legitimate charitable expenses uh, expenses related to these finances, nor any medical expenses for JJ. And the, the report here, and this is one of the shocking aspects of this, say that Robertson and his family did not incur any significant medical expenses related to JJ Robertson's medical treatment. So this, what was dubbed as a charity, that's what Jordy Robertson called it, it takes live to save lives, but court documents say it's not a 501 nonprofit. So all the funds, or not all the funds, but at least about $50,000 of these funds allegedly were deposited into Jordy's personal bank account or a corporate bank account over which Robertson had sole control. This is just ugly, ugly stuff. All the goodwill around J.J. Robertson and he and his dad made appearances on this show two years ago when Christian and I were hosting it. Multiple appearances on this station. J.J. Robertson won an ESPY last year, I believe. Was honored at the ESPYs. I don't blame this on J.J. Obviously, this is his father. Tim, he won the WWE War. That's right, at WrestleMania, right? Down here. So, initial court appearance was this morning in federal court. He's got another hearing on Monday. He was arrested on Thursday on charges of conspiracy to distribute cocaine, witness retaliation, and wire fraud. All these charges stem from a raid of Robertson's home back in October and another raid of the nonprofit that Jordy runs. My goodness. This is just disgusting stuff. Using the legitimate tragedy of your son to enrich yourself and scam people allegedly out of money, if this is true, this is about as despicable as it gets. 
And we'll keep an eye on this story. No doubt about it. Now, look, the no call is ugly. It might not be that ugly. Certainly, people were less personally affected by that. But Morton Anderson, the Saints Hall of Fame kicker, he weighed in. Here's what Morton said about the no call. Well, if you're wondering why some of that Bobby Marks interview sounded like, well, that's a day behind. Yeah, it was. That was from yesterday. Uh, we played it yesterday, popular demand. We played it again today. Scott Kushner of The Advocate, who covers the Pelicans, he just posted and submitted a scathing takedown of Anthony Davis on The Advocate. The headline, Kushner, Anthony Davis speaks but says little in first public comments for ask, since asking for a trade. But he really goes into Anthony Davis and – Davis saying basically nothing during his press conference today. Or uttered a lot of words. Didn't say much of anything. We still have the AD sound up, Tim? Yeah, uh, Kushner was actually – actually, Kushner did ask some hard questions. The he problem did. is that AD really didn't say much to, to him, at least. It's true. Here's This is how – play the it's my time cut, Tim. This is how Anthony Davis answered a handful of these questions with this. Okay. I mean, that's I've defended you for that. I've said that's your prerogative. In the NBA, that players have a lot of power, and I'm pro player on basically everything in any sport. And if, if he feels like his time here is up, then he should inform the Pelicans front office and Mickey Loomis about his desire to play elsewhere. I get that. But acting like... You, Anthony Davis, or your representation, Rich Paul and Clutch Sports, have been the nice guys in all of this and the good guys in all of this is laughable. Here's Anthony Davis on a trade rumor of getting out of New Orleans and, and who leaked the information to the press. Yeah, it's just it, it's just nonsense. That's a kind word. I want to use words I can't use on radio. That's just bogus. It's absolutely bogus. And in fact, Fletcher Mackle, television sports reporter here for WDSU, he tweeted out and, and called Anthony Davis out, which I was surprised. Fletcher usually doesn't surround himself in controversy. But Fletcher says, AD, you're lying. On Monday, you had Rich Paul publicly making statements about your desire to be traded. You got fined for it. Acting like it wasn't your representatives, you or LeBron or Magic Johnson or part of the Lakers or Rich Paul, who are basically all the same thing at this point, clutch sports, is absolutely nonsense. And this, again, what he said about speaking to Gail Benson, this non-answer was probably the most disappointing piece of his entire press conference to me. He basically says, no, I didn't talk to Gail Benson about this. 
that's that's cowardly and childish and a whole bunch of things. But we've talked about that before tonight. 504-260-1870 if you want to hop on in here. Also, it's prop bet day, so any of our callers will also get to make a prop bet as our audience competes against Tim and me. We'll go over the winners on Monday. Apparently, we've got about 15 prop bets or so made so far. To the phone lines we go. Jeffrey, welcome into the program. Hey, Seth. How you doing? Hey, good, Jeffrey. What's going on? Uh, this is my first time calling the show. I listen a lot whenever I'm traveling here oh. and there and everything. And uh, my, my uh, thing is, is the referees for the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. They get together. They look at the monitor, you know, to determine whether it's going to call be stand or the call is going to be reversed and everything like that. Um, my question is, is for these um, type of games where you decide who goes to the Super Bowl and who doesn't, and this is just an idea for next year, the, refer- the head referee that's in New York, he's watching these games, he sees that they don't have no penalty thrown on the thing. Couldn't he interrupt the game, call down, and say, hey, we need to look at this? No, because and let me let me tell you why, Jeffrey. It's because pass interference penalties are not reviewable. Well, no, that's just something that's an idea for next year. Yeah, I maybe. mean, I understand that now, and I'm really over it, you know, to be honest with you. But, I mean, if they're going to try and make some new changes or anything like that or push for the competition committee to, you know, make some noise or whatnot over this so that way it don't happen again and whatnot, now I think maybe that might be a good idea instead of giving coaches challenges for, you know, penalty calls that didn't get called or did get called that they think is wrong or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Let the head officials in New York. Yeah, you know, you know, I'll tell you this, Jeffrey. Zach Streif had the same idea, and some other fans who called our program has the same idea. As you just put you know, all this technology, put somebody in front of a monitor, and have them on the headset with the white cap and all the officials down there, and say, "Hey, you know, we've got to take a look at this, regardless of whether it's a pass interference penalty or whatever it is." Uh, no, I think that's great. Uh, look, it's a mandatory here, Jeffrey. You got to make a prop bet with us. Uh, Super Bowl. Yes, we're boycott bowling it here. But then we can't have some fun. So you're picking for the audience, Tim Zimmer. Come on in here. What's, what do you got for Jeffrey? All right, Jeffrey, will there be a special teams or defensive touchdown in the game? Yes or no? Uh, Maybe like two interceptions, well, one from each side. It has to be a defensive touchdown or special teams touchdown. Will there be a touchdown from a pick six? I can see maybe James White running back a touchdown on a kickoff. Okay. okay. So yes. He's in the yes column there for our audience. Thanks for the call, yeah. Jeff, and thanks for listening. I'll, t- I'll take the no. I'm probably not – Getting much on that. I got to be minus like 400 on that or something. It's minus 180. Oh, that's not as bad as I thought. I guess the special teams touch. I was just thinking defensive touchdown. Yeah, special teams touchdown, I suppose. You could have a run back, right? I'm going to go yes since that's what I had in pick six. That's true. But you're were, you were trying to give me a break in pick six, trying to let me catch up in pick six. But if I do hit, I get plus, plus <laughs> 160 here. So it's well worth it. True. We got another prop bet here. Mark, you want to make a prop bet with us, huh? Yes, I do. I want to ask you a question, but you can ask me yours first. Okay. All right. We're up first, Tim, says Mark. What's the prop bet for Mark? All right, Mark. Will there be a sack or touchdown first in the game? I think there'll be a sack first. Mm-hmm. I don't gonna... think it'll be on the Rams. Well, I'm going to go touchdown, actually. I think there's going to be a touchdown in the game. These, these two quarterbacks don't get sacked. In fact, Brady hasn't been sacked all postseason long, and Goff is behind the, maybe the best offensive line in the game. I will go touchdown. What say you, Tim? 
I'm going to go touchdown as well. Touchdown's the favorite at minus 180. Sack, plus 160. That, that's the crazy yeah. modern NFL where we have more touchdowns than sacks. How odd is that? Yeah, but this is the Super Bowl, so I expect the unexpected. True that. Uh, what's your question for okay. us? Okay. Yeah, my question is, which half will they receive a bomb threat? Oh, geez. First or second? Well, I hope none of that, Mark. I don't even want to make a bet on that. None. None. None of the above. I hope none of the above. I don't care what happened a couple of weeks ago in the Superdome. None of that. Let's go to uh, Lionel in Dallas. Is this the same Lionel that called earlier? What's up? Yes, sir. I'm calling a comment about the Pelican situation. I've been a fan since the, the uh, team has come to the city back in 2002-2003 season. And mm-hmm. I tell you, it's, it's been kind of tough uh, as of late to watch him progress. But I'm a diehard, so I'm going to hang in there with him. As far as AD is concerned, I mean, the gentleman say he wants to leave, let him go ahead on and leave. It'll be a tough for the city, but he's put up some big numbers for us. He's given us what he could uh, from an athletic aspect, and I'm assuming from a community aspect. I don't live in the city anymore. I live in the Dallas mm-hmm. area now, the Arlington area, and uh, so I have to watch from a distance, you know, and keep up with him from a distance. But I remember the Eric Gordon situation years ago. You remember when oh, yeah. he went on his five back with Phoenix and – he, they brought him back. They matched set. He wound up really being a bust. He didn't want to play for us. But lo and behold, he went to uh, Houston and wound up becoming the sixth man of the year. Yeah, well, that, that picture of Eric up. Gordon when he was introduced for the Pelicans, it just looked, uh, yeah, absolutely <laughs> like he did not want to be here. There's nothing more yes, depressing sir. than that picture. Yes, uh, Linnell, we got to have you make a prop bet with us. Uh, Tim Zimmer, come on in here. What you got for Linnell? All right, Linnell, how many touchdown passes will Tom Brady throw in the Super Bowl? I need a number. One – or I'm going to. You got zero or six through six plus. I'm going to. Oh man, I'm going to say he throws four touchdowns uh, in the game. All right, I'll go three. Uh, if I was going to go four or three, you went four. I'll go three. Yes, Tim, sir. <laughs> Tim, <laughs> Tim, what you got? I'll go two. All right, two. I like it. All right, we've got our bases covered there. Now Brady's probably going to go off for like six. Thanks for the call, Adele. Let's go to Dwayne in New Orleans. Dwayne, welcome to the show. Good, uh, good evening, fellas. How y'all doing? Hey, good, Dwayne. What's up? I'm speaking on behalf of the Andy Davis situation. All right. Uh, I think that personally, for me, I played sports. I played a lot of basketball growing up. I think that New Orleans never surrounded him with the best of the best, with the capabilities that he was capable of. And he could have bought a lot of players in. I think they made a lot of bad decisions. So, with that being said, if Boston is the best option for New Orleans to get the best players that can start and make an impact. And if they don't do that, they have to – They have to. Uh, I want to word it right. I think Dell Demps and Gentry have to go because if they pull them players in from Boston, it might be the same situation. You know what? I completely agree with you, Dwayne. I'm 100% on board here in that Dell Demps, he, he will be gone, I would assume, and Alvin Gentry probably right behind him. Tim, prop bet time for Dwayne. What you got? All right, Dwayne, how many rushing – or over or under on Todd Gurley's rushing yard, 75 and a half? Over. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good oh. one. Um, Dwayne says over. I'm going to go under because they'll split with C.J. Anderson and the Patriots. I know their defense in the Super Bowl, albeit not last year, I suppose. Usually pretty solid. I had him as my MVP, so obviously I'm going to go with the over. Okay, you're on board with the audience here. Let's go to Jarrett in Metairie. Jarrett, welcome to the show. 
Hey, buddy. Thank you. How you doing? I'm uh, good. Um, I was, uh, I, I, you know, I'm with you um, with the uh, being a, uh, all for the uh, players, you know, and and you know what I, what I'm thinking hearing this Anthony Davis and and you know I, it sounds to me it just puts a bad taste in my mouth. You know, I like this guy. He's really good. He did, you know, he did a great job here, and then all of a sudden it's just it's like this kind of weasel way of just you know not being a man and and saying what you want and i kind of think he was you know it showed it shows through the you know the whole lebron james power move you know i want him over here and i want these guys to come so we can make uh the lakers you know this uh get me this ring while i'm here you know yes no this Before is it, it, lebron james and clutch sports is talking through and really the lakers organization is talking through anthony davis right now that is evident to me anyways a prop bet time here tim zimmer what you got for jared all right jared will the opening kickoff be a touchback yes or no yes yeah i'm gonna go yes that that seems like an easy one there we we can't be getting much on that it can't be even money is it yes it's minus 220 no is plus 190 i actually bet no so i'm gonna go no plus 190 is juicy there yeah but it is goskowski in a dome the Rams, I mean, not the Rams, the Patriots like to pooch punt down, I mean, pooch the kickoff inside the oh, 10. Oh, it's good. So, good point. It's a good point here. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, it's two-minute drill time. It's Friday, and that means two-minute drill trivia. Eight questions, two minutes, your chance to sound off and compete against me. We will take caller number two right now and even if you don't make it in for two minute drill you can still make prop bets with this so call or two at 504-260-1870 that's area code 504-260-1870 two minute drill coming up next watching one nba game right now the denver nuggets who are in second place in the western conference to the warriors currently have 110 points in the third quarter I know the NBA is back to their high-scoring selves like they were what, in the uh, 70s and 80s. But my goodness, 110 points for Denver here. 110-93, they lead Houston. Looking like one of the better teams in the NBA through the first two-thirds of the season. Okay, we've got a, and a contestant here for two-minute drill. Mike, though, you wanted to say something about AD. You're on hold uh, before we play a little two-minute drill trivia. What you got on AD? Yeah, my my problem with you know, AD is uh, why why didn't he do this at the beginning of the season, you know, and then also, um, you know, being the community was gone through so much that they went through, uh, with this colossal uh, bad call with the Saints, you know, why would he pick this time to take and uh, drop his on us? You know, and especially to to that crowd out there in Los Angeles. Yeah, let me answer those real quick because we're up against the clock. I think that he didn't do it at the beginning of the season because he thought they were legitimately could have been challengers in the Western Conference to the Warriors. And look, they're seven and three when they're healthy this season. They started out five and zero. They might have been not happening now. Timing wise, his team of representatives, Rich Paul and Clutch Sports, they wanted to do this before the trade deadline to try to leverage him to the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm not saying it's the right move from a public relations perspective but that's why he did it okay uh, tim but let's get a prop bet first from mike and then oh he doesn't have a prop bet you know what no prop bet for you yet we'll do this at the end of two minute drill mike come on in here tim zimmer take it away i'm taking off um all the headsets and everything and tim you can explain the rules 
All right, Mike, I'm going to ask you eight questions. Basically, you just have to give me an answer. If you don't know the answer, you can say pass. And then eventually, after two minutes is up, I'm going to send it to Seth, and he's going to do the same questions. You ready? All right. It's all Super Bowl themed, so if you know the Super Bowl, you should be well. Historically, which has landed more often in the Super Bowl, heads or tails? Oh, heads. That's incorrect. There have been two defensive Super Bowl MVPs – Two defensive Super Bowl MVPs in the last ten Super Bowls. Name me both of those players. You get a point for each of them. Um, let me see. Um, let me say that the linebacker for Denver is one. That's one of them. I just need his name. Okay. Um, and ooh. You can always go back to uh, it if you want to. If you want to go back to it. Uh, I'll go back to that. All right, question number three. The last time the Rams were in the Super Bowl was Super Bowl 36. Who was their opponent? Pittsburgh That's incorrect. Question number four. Name me one of the oh. two starting quarterbacks in the highest-scoring Super Bowl, which featured a total of 75 points. Ooh. Oh. Just need one of the quarterbacks. Doug Williams? That's incorrect. Question number five. Which city what did the coldest Super Bowl take place in? And it was between the Cowboys and Dolphins. Oh. It was the coldest Super Bowl. Coldest Super Bowl. So it was played outdoors. Oh. Mm. Go back. You want to go back to it? Yeah. All right, question number seven. Four teams have never been to the Super Bowl. Name me those four teams, and I'll give you a half point for each of them. All right. Cleveland. That's one. Okay. Um, uh, Jacksonville. That's two. Think of a new team, a new team in the NFL. Uh, another new team. Um, I think I another team. I would think AFC. If if I'm giving um, you a hand here. Uh, AFC, 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 AFC. Let me see. I can give you another question here. How many pounds does the Lombardi Trophy weigh? Well, that thing like it's that thing like it's lighter. It looks like it's lighter than summer. How many um, pounds? Less than a pound. That's incorrect. And the the tiebreaker question: How much does a thirty second uh, ad cost in this year's Super Bowl? Uh, in, in millions of dollars. I uh, know. Um, I'm gonna say five million. That's actually correct. Um, I'll give you. Oh. I'll give you. Hold on one second. Let me get Seth back in. Seth is coming back in. All right. Mike ran out of time. He went back to questions, but he did get two questions right, actually. Okay. All right. Well, my bar is low. That's all right, Mike. We'll still have you make a prop bet. And also, you're not out of this if you ever paid attention here. Um, sometimes they stack the deck against me. He passed on a couple questions, but since we ran out of I time. ran out of time. I, I, Look, I it's, it's, you're up against the clock and like Drew driving down the field with two minutes left. you got two minutes to do this. All right, let's do this. All right, uh, Seth. Historically, which has landed more often in the Super Bowl, heads or tails? Heads. 
That's incorrect. Tails has actually landed 27 times to heads is 25 times. Mm, all right. Uh, question number two. There have been two defensive Super Bowl MVPs in the last 10 Super Bowls. Name me each of those players. I'll give you a point uh, for each. Well, Malcolm Smith of That's the one. Seahawks. In the, in the last 10 years? 10 years, there's been two defensive MVPs. Uh, well, it was um, Von Miller in Denver, right? That's that's actually that's correct for both of them. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. Right. And actually, in the last ten Super Bowls, there's been two defensive players and the rest have been quarterbacks. There you go. So, so yeah, be a defensive player or a quarterback. I guess. Don't bet on a running back to win MVP <laughs> like us, <laughs> like like we did. Right. Uh, question number three: The last time the Rams were in the Super Bowl was Super Bowl thirty six. Who was their opponent? The Patriots. That's correct. It was here in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, name me one of the starting two quarterbacks in the highest-scoring Super Bowl game, which featured 75 total points. But wasn't that last year? That was last year, right? Wasn't that Foles and Brady? Nope, that is incorrect. It's actually Steve Young and Stan Humphreys. Oh, Chargers 49ers. Was that 95, I believe? I don't know. the. I think it was 91, actually. I'm not sure on that one. Question number five. Which city did the coldest Super Bowl take place in? And I'll give you a hint. It was between the Cowboys and Dolphins. And it was outdoors, obviously. What city? Outdoors. Boy, that's a great question. I'm Somebody up here listening probably knows the answer. <laughs> uh, Philadelphia. No, they're not in Philadelphia. I have no idea. And uh, Where would they play this game? Is it like some weird cold weather Miami game? I have no idea on this one. Philadelphia. Yeah, whatever. It's actually New Orleans. It was in Tulane Stadium. Oh, all yeah. right. Like I said, Trick so- question. All right. Uh, question number six. Four teams have never been to the Super Bowl. Name me those four teams, and I'll give you a half point for each of those. Okay. Texans. That's one. Jaguars. Two. Cardinals, Rams, 49ers uh, in the east. No, in the north. Lions. That's three. There's one more team. Browns? That's that's actually all four. All right. Um, that's actually very surprising you knew that. Question number eight, how many pounds does the Lombardi trophy weigh? <laughs> There's 18. That's incorrect. It's actually seven pounds. And uh, you won already, but I'll give you the tiebreaker question. Mike actually got it correct. On the dot, how much – how much money does a 30-second ad cost in the Super Bowl this year? Wow, Mike got this on the dot? Yeah, well, it was a rounded number, but yes, it was in millions. $1 million. It's $5 million. $35 million for 30 seconds. All right. Mike, thanks for playing, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, love. All right. All right, bro. All right, Mike in Mid-City, thanks for playing. we got to take a break, wrap it up the show. Moment is in, and we say adieu. Our Boycott Bowl weekend here on The Last Lap. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.